Yeehaw! I reckon this is gonna be a good one. Yes, it will, Paul. Can we go dancing? With a cowboy? Hells yes! <laughs> Nothing's better than a buck on a Tuesday, Friday morning. <laughs> yeah, let's throw another shrimp on the bar. No. No? We, I no? think we've maxed this one out. Yeah, I... <laughs> Or if we're from Maryland, we're not from the South. <laughs> Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. All right. So today, we're going to do a little bit of a different type of novel that we're used to. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. We're going to be covering Dancing with a Cowboy. Yeehaw! By Sandy Whipple. Dang! I like her name. Oh, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. There's a song after you, Sandy. <laughs> the narrator is Tiffany Mars, and the publisher is Sandy. Whipple. Thank you. The audiobook release date is July 12th, 2017. Wow. Tiffany Mars was busy this year. Yeah. She had three books, probably more, that came out. And we're going to yeah. cover two of them later. Yeah. So look out for more Tiffany Mars episodes from Audio Shelf. Yep. And. So, yes. And, and. 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 An interview. And an interview. Which we'll talk more about at the end. Of course. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> the duration of Dancing with a Cowboy Yeehaw. is five hours and 40 minutes. The genre is romantic comedy, western, and yard work. <laughs> <laughs> they do a lot of work on the farm. They do. They do. Well, you ready for the summary? Yes. <laughs> Lucy Baumgartner. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> I've never heard. You didn't hear her name throughout the book? No. Her name is Gardner. Her name is Bomb Gardner. She's she's a bomb gardener. She's the the bomb gardener. The bomb gardener. <laughs> that is yard work. I told you. Oh, okay. Anyway, are you are you good? I'm good. You calm down? Got hair in my mouth. I'm good. <laughs> Lucy Baumgartner, working partner in a law firm. <laughs> <laughs> I I am not going to get past the first sentence of this write-up. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, I don't know why this is so funny. You need me to slap you? Okay. Okay. Lucy Baumgartner. <laughs> I'm trying. All right, that was the third time. We're good. I'm just going to skip it. I'm just going to skip it. <laughs> Lucy, working partner in a law firm in Philadelphia, works too hard. So says the senior partner, who just happens to be her father. When she's forced to take a two-week hiatus, she assumes two weeks of pedicures, massages, and poolside relaxation with a glass of wine won't kill her. Won't kill me either. So, but things aren't always what one expects. Of course they're not. To her horror. Oh, God. <laughs> City girl Lucy ends up stuck on a working ranch with no phones, 
cell service or Wi-Fi. I was going to say, I was like, you said Wi-Fi. <laughs> Her acute shock dictates that she will not play cowgirl for two weeks. Oh my God, cowgirl, that's a sex position. <laughs> this isn't After Dark either. We need, <laughs> we, need, we need to be aware of that. Making matters worse, Stace Levin, the very handsome owner slash operator, does nothing to make things easy for her. Her days are filled with manual labor. Manual labor! This is a sweatshop. Oh my god. And one mishap after another, amusing Stace to no end. Surprisingly, he finds her not only amusing, but smart, stubborn, and very beautiful. Knowing it's only for two weeks, Lucy slowly succumbs to the ranch lifestyle. Every day something happens to change her mind about the good-looking cowboy Stace. Not the only thing she succumbs to. Mm, right? <laughs> she's gonna get that D. <laughs> One day, he's a pompous ass. Pompous ass? Pompous ass. Pompous ass? It sounds like a problem. It <laughs> sounds like he has something on his butt. Sounds like he needs some ointment. <laughs> <laughs> and the next, well, dot, 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 those inviting arms and his generous warm lips and mouth can sure as hell change one's mind about the guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Sandy Whipple. Sandy Whipple and Lucy Baumgartner. <laughs> easy as a Baumgartner. What is that even supposed to be? Lucy is easy. Lucy is easy. It's straight up easy. And that's yes. okay. That's okay. I mean, with Stace Levin, who has arms like a invitation mm -hmm. and warm lips that are super generous of something i don't know what they're generous i mean of. no offense but a warm mouth is not attractive i'm like brush your teeth generous warm lips yes like and mouth mm. that's hot breath is not good hot breath is not good Ugh. unless it's winter time mm-hmm Mm -hmm. And this was not. And this was not winter. This was two weeks of manual labor. And hard sweat and yard work. And six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the performance of Miss Mars. Okay. I enjoyed her. I really enjoyed her. Yes. I think her voice was perfect for the role. It was smart, very clear with her, the language that she used and the diction that she had. Mm -hmm. And I really liked her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I noted that she had a very youthful voice and mm -hmm. it was a higher pitch. So it went well with the character mm -hmm. of Lucy. And it's a romance. So many romance books are repeated. The storylines are done over. So you need an energetic voice in mm -hmm. this type of audiobook. And I think Tiffany really provided that. Yes. Oh, she she definitely did. It was very nice to hear her in this kind of role because I think this book needed her in mm -hmm. order to be successful. Yes. Because if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Tiffany, I don't know if this book would have been as good. Yeah, it, it would have just been another run-of-the-mill romance. I saw this on a Hallmark movie once. Ugh, this was definitely a Hallmark movie. It is. And come on, Miss Whipple. I mean, I want to see it as a Hallmark movie, though. Yeah, like, it, let's be real. Like, I want to see mm -hmm. Candace Cameron Bure. Yes. As Lucy Baumgarten. Mm-hmm. I think that would be perfect. With a little bit of Lori Laughlin. 
mix Ooh, in the middle. Yes. Um, can we just like have a full house? They just oopsie daisied into a western oh, yeah. area. That'd be real nice. I mean, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And I Bob Saget as the father. Yes. Yeah. Although in this one, oh, the father of Lucy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that works. I was thinking of Stace and Stace's parents are both dead. Oh, yeah. Stace is more of a John Stamos. Yes. But not because John Stamos is a little feminine for Stace. Probably. Mm-hmm. He's probably a little too metro to be Stace. Old John Stamos would have been a perfect Stace. You think? I don't know. Old Jesse? Old Uncle old Jesse. Old Jesse. Old Uncle Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Mm-hmm. And I want to see it. Yes. Like, I want it to be real. And I want to see him naked. So anyway, Tiffany Mars, (laughs) (laughs) I think she just did a phenomenal job. Yeah. She is the reason why I want to see this book made into a movie. Yeah. I can see it. I can. What if Tiffany Mars was just Lucy? All right. Come on, Luce. Come on, Stace. Come on, Tiff. Come on, Tiff. Come on. Come on. Sand. (laughs) Come on. Come on, Sand. (laughs) Whip. Come on, Whip. Oh my gosh. But I do want to talk about some of the mm, mishaps from the audiobook. Yes. Chapter five, all of a sudden, different production, I feel like. Yeah. Different recording, different room. I don't know what happened. It was like as soon as she got on the open land and the prairies of the countryside, the production also just kind of went on a long horse ride down a mountain. It went bareback with no stopping and it hurt the crotch okay (laughs) so that's how i felt like this audiobook happened in chapter five but in chapter seven here comes volume volume up tiffany mars's voice is more clear it came back it came back Mm -hmm. so i just don't know what happened with chapter five and chapter six it was very dull well also what happened throughout the rest of the audiobook as well because periodically there were moments where it sounded like tiffany was talking through a garbage bag yeah and it wasn't tiffany it wasn't the narrator's fault no unless she was covering up the, the mic with her hand talking i i have no idea but there was one point where i thought the character of lucy was talking to stace on the phone or her dad on the phone she was talking to somebody on the phone mm-hmm. and the quality dropped and i was like oh that's a nice little effect that they're doing mm. they're making it sound like it's on a phone well then the quality like went back up while she was still in the same conversation so it was like whoa that wasn't a cute little act Mm -hmm. that was actually the production yeah someone failed someone failed majorly tiffany she they failed tiffany yeah they they let tiffany down but just a couple parts of the audiobook didn't wasn't anything to kind of turn me away from the audiobook a couple parts there was an airplane coming through our ears oh that was that was this book Yes. Okay, so yeah, so there was this weird like ringing in the audiobook when I because I had literally it literally an, an airplane. Was it? It was, yes. it was an airplane. Oh my god! I heard god. it last night and I was like, "What is that noise? What? What, what is, is that going noise? on?" And I had to pause my audiobook player thingamajigger on my phone, and the noise stopped. And then when I pressed play, it was there again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "It has to be in this recording." Did she record it in a basement? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with Nothing it. Nothing wrong with because, recording in a basement. Because, you know, Audio Shelf is recorded in a basement. Mm-hmm. But. We're not an audiobook. We're not an audiobook. So, I don't know. This would be a good question for Tiffany. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm really, really curious because I think it let the book down just a little bit. And also I feel like maybe the um, parts that had poor production in them at certain points, it was like certain words occasionally, it would just suddenly change tone mm -hmm. and be, I don't know, just a very weird sound. Yeah. And it sound it, it seemed like it seemed like the producers or the uh, publisher or something they didn't like how Tiffany said something so they made her go back and record it but she didn't have access to the same studio that she mm -hmm. had originally and so she just had to record it at like a bus station yeah that's what it sounded like it was uh kind of weak mm -hmm. another thing about the audiobook and the choices that Tiffany took with the characters I wish Stace and the other employees at the farm had a little bit of more of a draw to them. I know it was taking place in Arizona, but yeah. they could still have a little draw. Yeah, I know. What kind of accent do they have in Arizona? What do is they? in Ar Arizona? Tea. Oh, yeah. They have their own tea. They have their own tea. That must mean they have an accent. Duh. But, but yeah. But yeah, I would have, if it's dancing with a cowboy... I would have liked a little draw. Mm -hmm. Not Southern draw. It doesn't have to be Southern. Yeah. Just a little draw. Also, were they described as like, I don't know. I know that there are many parts to Arizona. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that there is just desert, but. Cactus. Cacti. Cacti. Cocktail. Cocktail. Cocktails, which is what T Lucy wanted. Yes. Probably what Tiffany wanted as well. Mm-hmm. I know it's what I want. That's not, I want it too. But the description of the land and all that just seemed not Arizonian. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know. I've only been there a few times. Do you, and, but it's only been like red rocks and yeah. desert. Do they even have cowboys in Arizona? That's a that's another good question. Wow. Are there cowboys in Arizona? If you are a cowboy from Arizona, please reach out. Please, really, seriously. And my number <laughs> oh my is... <laughs> I want some cowboy in me. That was the most energetic Brett has ever been. <laughs> oh, hit me up. Audioshelf.me. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. But yeah, another, a couple other choices that we talked about, you know, the accent. And I would also like Tiffany, and maybe this is something we can talk to her in the interview. It, I want to find out where she's from. Mm-hmm. Is it Minnesota? Because that's what it sounds like every time she says a long A. And when I mean long A, some examples are pompous ass, the word task, the word bad, and the word and. No, not and. That's not a long A. No. It's a hard A. Yeah, it's hard. Right? Yeah. And. I don't think it I don't think it takes it down like five octaves. And it might be a long A. And. And. I think it and. is. But anyway, and. Tiffany Mars, and I don't know if it's because her the A in her name is hard. Mars. But her long A's were definitely showing in the audiobook. I didn't notice it as much as you did. Yeah. But when you pointed it out to me, then I kind of heard it in the other books that we've listened to, mm -hmm. which we'll be covering later. Yes. Later, like in not this episode at all. Mm -hmm. And it's not the fact that I did not like the long A's. It was just kind of off. Like it was, it wasn't off putting, but it was, it was just out there. Like every time I heard it, I, I recognized it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, it was different. And it was enduring. It was cute. It was adorable. 
but it was just out there. And I recognized them. Well, what kind of accents do they have in Philadelphia? Philadelphia. No. What was I, that? I don't know. I don't get out much. Okay, you need to calm down. That cowboy <laughs> That cowboy thing got you on a whole different level. Oh, I'm hot. Uh, well, since we've talked about what we have found problematic in the book, let's go back to talking about how awesome we found Tiffany with the voices and the mm-hmm. emotions that she was putting into the oh characters. Oh, my gosh. There is this part in the end when she is crying. Oh, my gosh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Life changing. I was like, I feel you. I feel yes. you. I feel what you're going through. I wanted to hand her a Kleenex and let her blow yes. her nose into I, it. I felt like I got snot on me. Yes. And it was like all my ears because that's where my headphones were. I was fine with it, but I wasn't fine because I'm like mucus. But I was fine with it. Uh I was fine with hearing her emotions coming through my headphones. Mm -hmm. And I loved how it wasn't just for a second or a line. She did it for a whole paragraph or a whole scene. Yep. Mm -hmm. She moved on, but she was still crying. She was like, I am still feeling this pain. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. And I loved it. I just I was very impressed the fact that she was really acting mm-hmm. throughout this whole entire audiobook. Uh-huh. I felt the character of Lucy change from this preppy little workaholic workaholic to this strong woman who knows what she wants and it's not work. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I knew that Tiffany was going to be someone to look out for pretty much the first time that Stace laughed at Lucy. Oh, yes. And Tiffany laughed in the actual audiobook. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so real. And it didn't feel like just one of those fake giggles. It felt like she was actually really laughing. Mm -hmm. As if Stace and Lucy were two real people, not just one girl doing the voices for both of them. Mm -hmm. It It made me giggle and, like, smile. And I really like that. Yeah. I kind of like lit up a little bit when I heard it because I think it was after, I think it was after some of the production issues that mm-hmm. we heard. And so I was kind of feeling down in the book. I was like, this isn't going to be very good. Yeah, we're this not romance people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I heard that and I was just like, okay, I can put my distaste for the genre and the production aside because this is a brilliant narrator. Yes. She needs to be doing more popular things. Yes. Like, she needs to be in the big league books. To the point of you don't even have to to audition. Yes. I think people need to know who she is. Penguin Audio, you heard me. Hatchet Audio. Yes. You heard us too. Please get Tiffany on your list. Sides. Like, don't even mess with anyone else. Tiffany is where it's at. And our other favorites. Yes, of course. Everyone else that we love. we have many. But she is a phenomenal narrator. Yeah. And she needs to be shown across the world. Yeah. I mean, she just has so much interest in any book that she does. At this point, we've listened to three. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what type of book they are. She has a deep passion Mm -hmm. for this. Yeah. And it shows in the books. Mm -hmm. And I love that so much. I agree. Transitions pauses there was all of it was just even and well thought out yeah it was like she prepared for each audiobook that she was about to go record Mm -hmm. read the book she said i want to do this here i want to make this mark here i want to 
make this inflection. Everything was just perfect. Yeah. No awkward pauses and transitions. There was one at the very end of ever all of her books so far. Yeah. The end. Well, I piggybacking kind of like, off ugh. of that, I thought that the pausing throughout the book was was fine until probably the last five or so chapters. There just got to be these long pauses in between dialogue and mm. the same person would be talking but there would be just an unnecessary pause mm. Mm. it didn't make any sense to mm-hmm. me by the end of dancing with the cowboy i i sped it up i must admit to about a 1.5 yeah just to kind of like you know all right I kind of know what's happening because that's another thing about the the genre and this book is that it was predictable mm-hmm. you literally texted me 24 hours before you finished the book saying hey listen i just mm-hmm. started this and this is what's gonna happen yep yeah there are parts that were different of what your guess was mm-hmm. but in the end you got the main point because you've seen this before on a hallmark channel i have i watch hallmark all the time with my mom it's like our thing yeah you've seen this before i've seen this so this story was predictable yeah and that's why i sped it up but that's because I spent five, four or five hours with Tiffany at one speed, kind of really embracing her narration. Yeah. See, I had sped it up. I listened to it at one speed in the beginning. I got the um, kind of the necessary bits of Tiffany that mm-hmm. I really wanted to pick up on, like her voices and her emotions and everything and her tone. And so I sped it up. And then when it got to the end, those pauses got to be unbearable for even a 1.5 speed Mm -hmm. so i slowed it down to see if it was really that ridiculously long and it was Mm -hmm. it was just very very odd pausing Mm. and i don't again i don't think it was tiffany yeah i really think that it was whoever was editing and putting this audiobook together Mm -hmm. i think they did a disservice to Tiffany. Do you think it was the short chapters that made them want to take them extra pauses? It because might have. at the end of the book, there were some short chapters. Like things were happening real fast. Yes. Like once we found found out the mystery, mm-hmm. the the who done it of the series, no one died. But I'm just saying, yeah, nothing really just happens. the mystery of the stories. We then things started happening very quickly. Yeah. And so maybe that was the pauses. Maybe Tiffany was like, "Whoa, gotta slow my slow my reins down." Maybe, but I mean, it's a five hour and forty minute book, mm-hmm. and they probably could have lobbed off twenty minutes of it mm-hmm. by just having Tiffany read like a normal human, mm-hmm. like she was doing at the very beginning. Mm. It's like they had a timer that they needed to get to, and they forced her, or they forced it in the editing process, which would account for it being very awkward in the dialogue Mm -hmm. because seriously it was like lucy would be talking and she would be going on about this is just an example of well we're going to get dinner now so let's go and get dinner like that's just an example and that's not actual like dialogue Mm -hmm. but it was something similar to that where the sentence didn't need a pause but there was still a pause put in there. Mm-hmm. So it just felt like it was kind of forced. Yeah. So I don't know. I agree. I agree. Did you get a clear picture from this book? I did. I got a clear picture of the traveling that Luce did back and forth from the big city to the small little farm town. And I really enjoyed hearing all the details that were put into the farm to kind of make me feel like I was there. I was working with her. I yeah. was working. 
And I was with, I was right in the middle of their sex. Ew. When they had the sex. Ew, when they had the sex. I was like, the descriptions, the pictures that I was getting, I was in the sex. I thought you were going to say you were in the hog, whatever Mm -mm. it's called, Mm -mm. the mud, the barrel of hay. No, I was in the sex. Well, they had sex in the barrel of hay at one point, didn't they? They probably did because I I was there. And it was just like Stace's arms and Lucy's breasts. They didn't go into that descriptions. Well, I wanted them to. I wanted them to, but I was like, I think I was going to make it up in my head. I think you did. And I was like, oh, oh, get that little noose and tie around my body. Drag me around the farm like a hog tie. What? Like Like a bull in a rocket ship. What? I don't know. Why are bulls in rocket ships? I don't know. You need to... You need to take a drink. I need to be on a farm somewhere. You do need to be on a farm. You are meant to be on a farm somewhere. Mm. With my luck, I'll be like Lassie. Falling down a well. <laughs> help me! Help me! <laughs> I'm screaming for Stacy. No, no one's n- n- named Stacy there. <laughs> They're like, who is mm. Stacy? <laughs> Stacy's not going to help you. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I I got a very clear picture from the time allotted. I felt like when they were um, in the house and doing all of the the work on the ranch mm-hmm. and um, getting called for dinner and then they, when they went camping, I felt like I could see all those things. Like yeah. I could do a layout of the house, even mm-hmm. though there wasn't a very description, a descriptive layout of it. Mm-hmm. I could still see the table that they all ate at, how they all sat. Just the pictures and the artifacts that were around them as they ate dinner and the food. Sandy did a really great job at describing like how good the food was and what they were having. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there was multiple times where she was like, oh, we had a freeze-dried stroganoff. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, I want some freeze-dried stroganoff right now. Yes, I'm hungry right now. Get that hamburger helper. Yes. Did you think that the book was too long or too short? I think it was a little too long, but that's because it was predictable. Mm-hmm. But yeah. judging from just the time of five hours and 40 minutes or whatnot, yeah, I was like, oh, this is going to go by really fast. But then really, in reality, it was just like, when am I going to finish this? You know, mm-hmm. why is this taking so long? Yeah. How about you? Did you think it was too long or too short? Well, I originally thought before I started it, that it was seven hours long. Oh, my God. I would never. Oh, my God. No. Mm-mm. And I kind of was worried because I didn't start it until much later. I had a lot of, like, work that I was doing, and I just didn't start the audiobook. So I didn't start it until about Wednesday, and we record on Fridays. So mm-hmm. I was worried that I might have been too delayed and I wouldn't be finished by Friday. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that it was five hours and 40 minutes, I got really excited and then I started listening and Tiffany's voice was great and everything was on point with Tiffany at least. Mm -hmm. And then the production issue started and I kind of started feeling like it was a tiny bit too long, Mm -hmm. probably like 15, 20 minutes too long. Yeah. Which even that short amount of time can still feel very long in Mm -hmm. an audiobook. I agree. I wish that extra... Probably 40 minutes of the audiobook didn't happen. Yeah. Because it didn't really need to happen. No, we knew where it was going. We knew where it was going. You should have just ended it with, oh, you saved the day. Way to go, high fives. Way to go, Luce. Way to go, Stace. 
They all had like very E ending yeah. nicknames. Mm-hmm. Huh. Where were you and what were you doing when you listened to this audiobook? Please tell. What was I doing? I mean, it was just yesterday I was listening to it and I can't even remember. Mm, is that a good sign? I mean, I think it's not a good sign for whatever I was doing. Oh, I um mainly... What did I do with this audiobook? I had it in a pocket. Oh, I had it in my robe. So I have pockets in my robes. Ooh. And so I was wearing my robe. And it was nice and cozy. And I was cleaning. So I had to clean up yesterday. And I was um, playing with the dog a little bit while I was listening to it. And I also, um, like, laid down on the couch with it Mm -hmm. and accidentally fell asleep. Mm. But I woke up and was able to pause it in time. So, I didn't fall asleep because it was boring. I fell asleep because I haven't been sleeping. And you've been having a really busy week this week. Yeah, which is, like, normal for adults, I Mm -hmm. guess. It's normal. Yeah. Is it normal to be busy? Mm. Sometimes. What about you? I was actually on horseback listening to this audiobook. Oh, you got real. You are an overachiever. I'm just kidding. I was not on no damn horseback. I was about to say, I was like, where did you get a horse from? Like, I know you have a big backyard now, but like, that's impossible. Uh, and Benny is too small. Yeah. Oh my God. Benny's on a horse. That was so cute. Uh, but no, this would be the perfect book to listen on a ranch. If you're like doing a B- Airbnb or something. Like Ooh. on a ranch. Yeah, in a like, spa, like, like an actual spa. Or a B&B or what is it called? Bread and bre- bed and breakfast. Yeah. On a ranch. Oh, that'd be real nice. Like sit back and like in a chair, rocking chair on a, on a porch, watching all the wild horses go run by. Mm, that would be really nice. Or you could just watch like the horse whisperer or something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And listen to this. Yeah. Just put it on mute. Exactly. Yeah. But I was, I was just listening to this when I was driving to and from work. I took a bath and I listened to this. I am so afraid that you are going to like drop your phone in the water. <laughs> no, I have a speaker phone. Like, or I have a speaker. I am that... so afraid that you're going to drop that speaker in the water and it's you're going to electrocute speaker. yourself. It's an aqua speaker. Okay. It goes in the shower. Okay. And I put the phone in the bath or in the sink or in the sink. I get myself in the bath, put some bubbles in it, maybe have a glass of wine or depending on the day, a Bloody Mary. Depending on what went on that day. <laughs> and then I listened to my book. And then I got out and cooked myself some breakfast, listening to it. And then I went to work. So that's kind of how I listened to this audiobook. Yeah. I came over for breakfast on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we kind of uh, talked about the book a little bit then. Yes, we did. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we kind of listened to it a little tiny bit there together. A little bit. Just like five seconds worth. Yes. But still worth noting because I really had a good time at breakfast. Yes, we should do that more often. We should. Next Wednesday? Okay. Okay. You need to get more eggs. Yeah, I got some. I got three dozen. Okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I like eggs. My mom was like, honey, why did you go through so so many eggs? I was like, Brittany came over for breakfast. Also, your mom does not have a southern accent. No, she doesn't. <laughs> you are just so into the cowboy right now. <laughs> uh, I wish the cowboy was into me. Anyway, would you um, shove this or shove this? I would shove this. Mm-hmm. Not because of Tiffany, but because this just is not my genre. Right. And I don't think I would ever listen to another romance novel again. Yeah. Because they're all the same. 
They end the same. Very, very true. Yes. So I would shove this, unfortunately, but I would shelf Tiffany, Tiffany. Mars. Mm-hmm. So interestingly enough, I think that the chance of shelving this book would go up exponentially if a different production company had it, mm-hmm. had Tiffany recorded in a solid studio, mm-hmm. not one that had airplanes going overhead, trains choo-chooing by, weird recording in a bus station. I don't know if she was in a bus station, but it's what it sounded like at times. Mm-hmm. Or like the awkward pausing. I don't I don't know. If it had the production value that matched Tiffany's vocal value, mm-hmm. which is great, I think this book would be shelf worthy. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it was not. So I have to shove this version of the book. But if it was re-recorded, it may have a place on my shelf. Yes. And I'm also going to shelf Tiffany. Yes, Because she's... Ugh, Fabulous. Tiffany, I got room on my shelf, girl. You can just plop right on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got some bookends for you. Put you right in the middle. Wow. If you just let Brad go, he will just, just go. <laughs> fill the air. He will fill the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, that concludes our episode of Dancing with a Cowboy by Sandy Whipple. <laughs> I figured you would enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. If you want to stay up to date with all that we are doing and all that we have done in the past, please follow us on Twitter at AudioshelfMe and like us on Facebook at AudioShelf. And do not forget to subscribe to us on Google Play Music, iTunes Podcast, and Stitcher. If you forget, we will tie you up and we will drag you along behind our horses. I'm going to lasso you if you forget. Yeah, you will need lassie. To get help for you. Mm. So just subscribe to us. Okay. Okay. And if you want to dance on over to our website at audioshelf.me, please click on the Audible affiliate link and sign up for a 30-day trial of Audible, which will give you two free audiobooks. Two? Two. I don't know if you heard us, but two two free audiobooks. (laughs) So please download those as soon as possible and get some Tiffany Mars on your shelf. Mm-hmm. Or tell us what you're listening to if we are interested, which 99% of the time we are. Yeah. We'll definitely. check it out ourselves. Do you want to tell them about the interview that we're going to have soon that's kind of like relevant to this episode? Yes. Um. So we will be doing an interview with Tiffany Mars. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Tiffany Mars, the one we just reviewed? Yes, Tiffany Mars of Dancing with a Cowboy. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I, I can't breathe. <sighs> our girl that is on our list of great narrators. Yes. Tiffany Mars. And we're going to be interviewing her. Yes. Oh, my gosh. When is that interview coming out? Please tell I am, me. I'm getting it. Sorry. Don't pressure me. I'm so, I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so freaking excited. So we are recording... Our Tiffany Mars interview on October 6th, and then it will be going live on October 9th. Oh, Mm -hmm. I like that. So we have three days to make us beautiful in the editing process. Yes. Which is not hard because we're pretty much raw in our interviews. So please stay tuned for that interview. It's going to be magical. Yes, it's going to be amazing. We're so excited. Mm -hmm. So until then, bye. bye. 
This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Okay. Was that good? I think I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Good thing it's not called talking with a cowboy. You ready for the summary? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I keep losing my space. <laughs> <laughs> I had to breathe, sorry. Early Alzheimer's. That's like a real fear of mine. Really? I don't. I... <laughs> Two? Free audio. I still had a question mark after mine. <laughs> Two? Two? Wait. Two? What are we doing? <laughs> you get two. Th- oh, am I saying it with you? Am I saying it with you? We just need to say two no. at the same time. And uncut. And uncut. <laughs> no, this isn't after dark. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Bless you. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm so sorry. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it just came out of me. <laughs>